All right, everybody, here we are on the side of uh, Interstate 40, just outside of Kingman, and uh, I got Hobo Nick here, a smelly Hobo Nick. What's up? Oh, just uh, stinking up Arizona right now. Um, I was scared, wondering how we were going to find you. It was actually really easy. You were the only guy pushing this cart, facing traffic. It was actually pretty easy to find you. Yeah, I, uh, I might have the baddest cart around right now. Uh, I don't know. I've seen a, a few other ones, but <laughs> no, I, I'm... Pretty much the only one. Uh, there's a couple other people walking across the country, so I'm not too hard to find if you just uh, know my general location. All right, well, well, let's refresh people who don't know your story. You're walking across the country. Why? Uh, that's the question, the golden question I get all the time. I know. Uh, it's hard to answer that without really kind of writing it out and thinking it out a little bit, but uh, I can kind of give the short version. Yeah. I just... Uh, wasn't I mean uh, I'm from California and I worked out there and I, I I mean I had a good life on paper everything was good and I uh, just got to a point where I wasn't happy you know uh, life was good I mean everything around me was cool and I just kind of felt like that that wasn't really my place and I needed to do something else and uh, I didn't know where to go I didn't know what to do and so um, you know I kind of just stuck with what I was doing until really I just got to a point where I just couldn't stand it anymore mm -hmm. and so I just needed to get away and uh, I don't really know why this this particular <laughs> Some thing need to get away though they go to Mexico on a vacation yeah I guess I, my, my was a little extreme <laughs> but I, I mean I was really I mean uh, you know to be honest I was at a pretty low place and uh, I'm pretty light and I have a good attitude out here but uh, you know when I started this I, I really needed something you know uh, a little bit more of it uh, on a deeper level so this mm -hmm. is this has been a very big challenge and I know it seems crazy and um, I mean to do this you probably have to have a few screws loose and uh, I'll be the first one to say you know uh, I'm definitely careless at times but uh, you know I guess that's living this uh, right. what I found out out here is I feel alive man doing it yeah uh, it's it's pretty gnarly what day are you on where are we at in the in the walk uh, let's see today's day 154 and I'm roughly 2,200 miles, maybe a little bit more in right now. Um, I've had about, I don't know, six showers total. Uh -huh. And uh, just about to cross to California, maybe about a week out of crossing into California. So I'm feeling uh, like it's getting to the home stretch now. It'd be a lot quicker if you got in this truck right here. Yep, it would. And, and uh, <laughs> that's, that's breaking my rule. Like I, like I was telling, right. telling you, I, you know, people have even offered me and said, oh, you know, we won't tell no one, you can come stay at my house and then come back out here in a couple of days, no one will know. Right. But, uh, you know, it's not for everyone. I don't care who knows what, you know, this is, this really is, is just for me, you know, when I make it, it's uh, something I know that I did and I didn't cheat myself. Right. Um, three weeks out, we're away from finishing, you're gonna dip your uh, foot, or probably pass out actually in, in, the, in the Pacific Ocean? Yeah. Three yeah. weeks away? Probably figure? roughly about three weeks, as yeah. long as I don't have any hangups. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, three weeks out, and um, I would invite some people to come to the finish line, but I don't know if uh, you guys have gas masks available. <laughs> it's smelling pretty bad. Right. No, but uh, yeah, it's going to feel good, man. I get in the ocean and just, just to feel that water. That's been on my mind the whole way. You know, that's yeah. been my big source of my motivation, so I just can't wait to get there. It's going to be great. What if you jump in and a shark gets you? That would be a terrible, a terrible ending to this journey. You know what? In my mind, that would be an epic ending. <laughs> that would be the best way to go. I, I wouldn't. Right. I can't even write it better than that. Um, what day did you start? I know you said date 154, but what for? Uh, April 3rd. April 3rd. Okay. Yep, so right after Houston Supercross. August, we're now September um, 
third or fourth or something. Yes, fifth, sixth, five, oh, fifth or okay. sixth. I don't know. I don't I'm know. on the hobo clock too. So. Yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're walking. Biggest challenge for you? What's obviously walking across the country is the biggest challenge. But what's been gnarly for you that you maybe you didn't think about or that has come to come to light? Like I, we're, I, we were talking earlier before we hit record about blisters, and it hasn't been that bad. But that's something that I would think would be gnarly. But t- talk about, about what you think. Uh, you know, there ha- I don't think there's been anything that stands out just because there's so many elements I deal with, you know. So, but I can't give you a list of different things. Um, just not eating properly, mm-hmm. sometimes going days without eating, uh, having to really get into that survival mindset where, I mean, sometimes I have to do things that are pretty grimy and nasty, you know, people I don't think could do. So, right. uh, I mean, everyone could do it, but it's tough for me to get into that mindset. So, like, dumpster diving has been... A tough way to get food at times. Uh, just not not relying, not knowing what's coming next. Right. If I'm going to eat the next day, my knees have been a big issue. Um, sleeping on concrete, you right. know, is just lack of rest. I mean, honestly, I've been fatigued just about this entire time. I uh, the I, I maybe slept indoors. I don't know three times along the whole way. And the last time I did it, I, it was so so much of a deep rest, and I felt so relaxed and good that. I knew it probably wasn't a good thing for me to have that often because it right. kind of broke my groove. So I'm mean, just being fatigued. I mean, I've been tired the whole way across, and I, I really don't even know what's fueling me at this point. I, I mean, the encouragement from others and and that kind of stuff really helps me mm-hmm. keep going. So, uh, but those are some of the challenges. And for people, I guess we didn't clarify. You started out with nothing. You're not. You don't have any money, as far as your bank account that you're withdrawing from. You're relying on the help and. and uh, Fortune, good fortune of strangers. That's the idea behind this. That is, man. And uh, it's not even that I relied on it. it. It was more of a question of, uh, you know, is it going to happen? Right, it, you right. know, can I survive? And I, when I started, I had no money, no food, uh, no uh, water, no, nothing to drink. I mean, I started literally with just a backpack and like my toothbrush and my license my sleeping bag and i just took off and then my ipod which i that's that's how i'm able to document right. a lot of it and you got and a wi-fi well, a mobile wi-fi device from verizon right yeah the, the iPod, ipod works off of a hotspot, so right. i have internet as a go-to so um i've been able to sort of keep everyone posted and uh you know originally i just wanted that for for my friends and for my family yeah. but it's uh seems from the feedback i get it seems to be an interesting thing to follow uh i don't really understand it too much because i just feel like a homeless dude who walks <laughs> but uh people right. see in other ways and that, that helps me see another perspective and and like i said that encourages me so but anyways yeah i took off with nothing and um i've just had i kind of committed to doing whatever it takes to survive and mm-hmm. it's been a lot easier than i would have thought you know i just had really? to, oh yeah yep. from uh just the survival standpoint i right. mean i thought i'd be caught up in cities for weeks at a time possibly and <laughs> right. but just the help of people uh you know daily almost just strangers or some people that have been following yep. has really propelled me to just keep going at a, at a pretty good flow what's been the what's been the best thing that's happened what's been the best have you have you reached that inner peace yet or uh what's been the coolest thing that's happened you know what i have so many moments of clarity yep. and uh and I, I write these kind of things down, but uh, I had someone the other day, maybe about three days ago, asked me, you know, they came out and said, why are you doing this? And I, I kind of told them and they asked me, uh, you know, D- have you found it yet? Yeah. And I kind of thought at that moment, like, yeah, I, I'm here. <laughs> I, I found I it. Yeah. 
Right. Uh, I'm in it right now, and just in this moment, and in the moments, in each day, right. I'm I'm in it. You know, this this was the answer. I didn't even know what I was looking for when I started, but right now, this is where I needed to be, and right. I'm here right now. You know. Um, what's what was the hardest stretch so far? Obviously, we got three weeks ahead, but yeah. up until now, what's been the hardest stretch? I would say right around Dallas area, uh, yeah, it, uh, Texas, where it was uh, still pretty humid and mm-hmm. it was hot. So I dealt with uh, both of those. Uh, elements and that was pretty challenging just to stay hydrated to keep my body cool and actually had a few times where I've really pushed uh, that limit of of being dehydrated and I mean being out here in stretches I can't just say oh I'm gonna stop the next exit and get a water no the next exit could be a day or two away so it's five minutes in a tr- or twenty minutes in a vehicle, but it's yeah that's that's uh, twenty minutes in a vehicle and then that's that's at least a day a day and a half for me so right just uh, yeah I would so say Texas Dallas in the heat. was bad yeah Dallas yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then what like you said before we we're, we hit record you didn't realize Flagstaff was so beautiful up in the mountains and you really get a sense of what a great country this is and and. I mean, uh, besides the piss, bo- the truckers' piss bottles. Generally oh. speaking, it's a beautiful country. <laughs> yeah, uh, Flagstaff. I mean, I'm not the brightest person, and uh, I always just figured Arizona was all desert. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I've never really studied too much around the, right. the country or anything. But uh, you know, going through, I'm really seeing everything obviously firsthand. So Arizona, like Flagstaff, is actually higher than than most than like Denver. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the places in uh, Colorado. So really high way up there uh, awesome place you know just great people really cool downtown uh nice and cool weather forest you know deer running around i mean it was yeah. it was really a surprise to me and uh awesome area and uh yeah like out here all these pee bottles if i do run out of water you know if i run out of having to drink my own urine then i got truckers urine it'll last me all the way to california right. nothing like some good old truckers urine oh yeah it can't it doesn't get much better even uh, uh seasoned you know it's been sitting a while hey how much uh and we're happy to do it how much uh Mech show and all that uh you it's helped you along the way and thanks to the listeners who uh listen to this podcast but i guess talk about that a little bit yeah uh it's been awesome man i i was really actually surprised i i didn't really know about the podcast until this last year and i sort of started listening to it and so i didn't really know how, how big it was or anything I, I had no clue i just uh started kind of listening in and so when you guys had me call in the very next day and i'm not lying you're my witness. He tweeted you too. Yeah. Uh, a listener uh, that worked for a news crew uh, in the town ahead of me in Louisiana heard it that day. The next morning, came out, checked me down. They had me on the news. After that, the next three did they, did days. Block out your face so to not scare little children. Oh yeah, was, <laughs> the, the news article was we found Bigfoot, and so they had me on the news. And then the next three days, I was just bombarded with people uh, in those towns, and and I couldn't get enough support there. I mean, uh, so many people. We're just stopping, pulling yeah. over one after the next, and it was almost, to be honest, overwhelming at right. some uh, where I couldn't even hardly walk. So mm-hmm. thanks to you guys, I, I didn't walk too much on no, those days. Yeah, it's cool that, <laughs> that we were able to help you out a little bit. Your second hobo cart, your first one broke down at some point. Actually, I replaced it because uh, after Dallas, I needed to carry more water. the mm-hmm. The stretches between towns were starting to get pretty long, right. where my little cart that I started with wouldn't haul enough water so I had to up, upgrade and uh, it was kind of like going from like a old VW to a, a brand new Bentley for hobos. <laughs> um, and how did you get this cart though? This one looks like you might have spent a lot of money on it. Yeah I actually had at the time when I was in Dallas I think I had about 90 bucks in my pocket oh, okay. and uh, I went on Craigslist tracked it down I'm a pretty high-tech hobo <laughs> 
So I tracked it down on Craigslist and it was in the town that I was walking through the next day. So the guy ended up meeting me and I paid him 40 bucks yeah. for it and everything. How, how gnarly is that, that it ended up being on your way at the next town, the guy yeah. met you? It yeah. worked out great, right. man. It's just everything, this whole trip, I mean, it's really, it seems fake to me how things have worked out. You know, right, it's right. just, uh, I mean, I kind of threw myself into some pretty sketchy situations, obviously. And uh, it's crazy to me how things have just come together. And I, I've, I've been pretty lucky, man. I, I've had a lot of things go my way and it's been a, a cool string of luck and uh, I'm almost to the home stretch. Hopefully that don't run out and I get stomped by a big rig here or something. <laughs> what's what's after the journey? What's going, what, obviously, uh, you know, you said you found your piece, you found everything. Now you got to get on with life. What is it? What's next? You know, that's uh, another another good question that I really don't even know about. <laughs> right. I, I really haven't thought too far Turn into that. Turn around and walk back? Yeah, I, I, if these knees hold up, man, I, <laughs> I don't know. The hobo life the hobo life ain't bad, but when you're walking 20 miles a day, just about every day, it gets right. a little tough. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just going to get back and uh, first off, you know, just kind of enjoy the people back at home, my family, my friends, and take a little bit of time and see what uh, opportunities may arise. Uh, mm -hmm. Right now I have a lot of... Um, you know, people contact me about different ideas and stuff, but I, I don't want to really get involved in that right now because uh, the journey, I just want to keep this journey the most genuine right. as possible right now. I don't right. want to really uh, do get anything. Get in the back of my truck and drive. I don't want to right. get in your truck and drive. You know, I don't, I don't want to take too many handouts. Uh, so I'm going to wait till I finish. And then once I finish, then I, I'll just right. think about it from there and just kind of go from there. Maybe nothing. Who knows? Maybe I'll just continue hoboing for the rest of my life. No, because then you'll end up being like that guy on Twitter that we saw, and that's not good. Yeah, the yeah. He's been doing it for five, five yeah, years. Yeah, this guy looked like he was wearing an orange shirt, but he didn't have a shirt on. <laughs> it's pretty well, nasty. Uh, hey, man, I think it's a real cool story. Thank you for uh, stopping your journey today to do this, and uh, I think it's awesome. Good luck to everything. I I'm glad it's worked out for you, and uh, yeah, man, uh, good luck the rest of the way. Well, thank you, guys, and, and thanks for driving over two hours to see me today, bringing me food, man, a hot it food. Is it wasn't me. Oh, Pookie. Yeah. You know, thanks, thanks, Pookie. I would have stayed at home. And <laughs> bringing me some hot food, and, and Steve, Steve came for the interview, but we uh, still love him. Yeah. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. No, but thank you guys a lot, yeah, man. Carl thanks Jr., for the show. Bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, Carl's Jr. Hit the, hit the spot. And thanks for the show. Thanks to all the listeners for the support. And uh, at, at hobo underscore Nick. Yeah, if you guys want to follow uh, how bad I smell or whatever uh, on Twitter, uh, hobo underscore Nick. And then from there, uh, you can tweet me. I have my journal or whatever else. I don't know if you yeah. guys want to follow it. All right, man. Thanks a lot. Thank you.